Thanks for joining us this Friday, the 5th of November. I'm Sophia Mavridis, a market analyst with Bell Direct. This is your weekly market update. Well, the market has rallied this week. Monday to Thursday, the market has gained 1.4% with real estate leading the ASX 200, closely followed by the healthcare sector. Only two sectors are lower, those are the materials and energy sectors. Looking at the stock leaderboard this week, agricultural chemical company New Farm, NUF, advanced 13.6% this week. The company is due to report its earnings later in the month and brokers are expecting strong results based on global peers reporting strong revenue gains. NUF is currently a Bell Potter, Morgan's, UBS and City Buy. NUF was closely followed by Charter Hall, CHC, leading the charge in the real estate sector and currently a City Buy. Megaport, MP1, came in third, outperforming the stocks in the tech sector this month. The company has a market cap of approximately $3 billion and its recent updates saw quarterly revenue increase 8% from June. Now looking at the worst performers, Tyro Payments, TYR, has tumbled about 18% week to date after reporting a 14% annual increase in group gross profit, which disappointed investors given it was lower than what they achieved in financial year 2021. Morgans retains their positive rating but have decreased their price target with concerns of a gap between the company's transaction growth and gross profit growth. Investors have also been taking profits from Westpac this week after a disappointing earnings report. WBC fell more than 9% with Bell Potter, Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley all reducing their views. Additionally, the first crypto ETF, that's the BetaShares Crypto Innovators ETF, CRYP, listed on the ASX yesterday. It attracted $8 million of volume in the first 15 minutes of trade and $40 million changed hands over the course of the day. So CRYP will be an interesting one to watch. The biggest mover on the all odds was investment company Premium, double PS, growing more than 30% following a takeover proposal from NetWealth Group, NWL. In US equities, all three major benchmarks have advanced week to date with stronger than expected economic data helping boost their market. The Federal Reserve also announced this week that it will slow down its bond buying program, which was supporting the US economy in the pandemic. Now in global, sorry, in local markets, earlier this week, the RBA held the cash rate at its record low 0.1% for the 12th month in a row. However, with the economy's strong rebound and inflation picking up, interest rates could rise earlier than 2024, given CPI came in last week at 3%, which is within the RBA's 2-3% target. The RBA wasn't expected to adjust interest until inflation was at the target, which has now been met. So what are the impacts of rising inflation? We know that inflation leads to higher interest rates and bond prices fall, seeing investors more attracted to the defensive asset class. We'll also see a decline in consumer purchasing power due to price increases. Growth stocks, they tend to fall, and that's because they have more bank loans and less cash. So when inflation rises, interest paid at the bank also rises. And value stocks, they tend to perform well because value stocks have greater cash flows and less debt. So they're less impacted by rising interest rates. Now, what about the property market? Over the past 10 years, the property market has become more volatile due to the rising household debt to income ratios which has caused borrowing money to be more sensitive to interest rates. 
Housing prices have also greatly appreciated in the low rate environment and have risen more than 20% this year. So this could continue until interest rates rise. When the RBA decides to normalise the cash rate, which is now predicted to be the end of 2022 to mid-2023, housing prices should fall as affordability pressures and tighter credit conditions reduce demand. And what about businesses? Well, companies with high debt will start using cash flow to service that debt and heavily indebted companies with low cash flow could be at risk. So when researching companies that you should be investing in, it's important to find stocks with growing cash flow and revenue as they'll generally see greater share price growth. Uh, And you can actually find companies with these characteristics by logging into the Bell Direct account and utilizing our strategy builder tool. Now let's have a look at where Bell Direct clients found the most value this week. There was a lot of trading in banking stocks this week. Westpac, CBA, Macquarie and ANZ all topped the most traded list. ResMed RMD, also another highly traded stock, its shares fell despite reporting 20% uh, first quarter revenue growth. RMD sharply fell on Monday but has since moved higher over the week. Clients also bought into Pilbara Minerals, PLS, Fortescue Metals, FMG, and O-Media, OML, and they took profits from Ultium, ALU, and Orocobre, ORE. Now, economic data to look out for next week includes business confidence data out on Tuesday and consumer confidence data out on Wednesday. On Thursday, the unemployment rate for October will be released. So for the stock market, it generally means that a higher unemployment rate leads to limited income, less money to be spent and less demand for products. So the market could be negatively impacted if unemployment is lower than expected. And lastly, on Friday, we'll receive consumer, fl- consumer inflation expectations Sorry, for November. Now, from all of us here at Bell Direct, have a great Friday and a great weekend. I'm Sophia Mavridis. I'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.